and this this is education you get out what you put into it like if you want to work your rear end off you can get anywhere you want in life and that that's mm-hmm. the main take like, I- Welcome everyone back to another round of PTP. Thanksgiving is behind us. Uh, plenty of wonderful holidays are upon us. And uh, as always, we have an awesome episode for you guys with a wonderful student guest today. Uh, but first, our campus announcements. And the only one that I really have for uh, you know the upcoming week is the one that I've been talking about for some time now, which is our holiday drive-through. And that is scheduled for Thursday, December 17th. Uh, that'll begin at 10.30 a.m. And like I've been telling you guys every week, uh, you know, the, the main thing there is, you know, just, you know, we're encouraging students, um, you know, kind of come on down to campus, you know, just swing by lot C, uh, pull around the loop. We'll give you some hot chocolate. We'll give you a little gift bag with gift cards to local restaurants and maybe some hand sanitizer, gloves, um, chapstick, you know, some winter items that, that might be, you know, of use to you. I will have Christmas music. We will have um, kind of, you know, holiday lights galore as you come through. And again, if you're on campus already, we strongly encourage you to walk on over and, and come get some hot chocolate and some gift cards because there's a lot of uh, people's and, and students and faculty and staff alike, their favorite restaurants. We have those gift cards. So uh, don't miss out on us, you know, essentially buying you a, a holiday dinner or a New Year's Eve dinner or whatever the case may be. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And that's pretty much my only announcement for today. I'm light on the announcements today. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's, that's okay. I feel like I'm light. I've been light on announcements. I'm just milking this holiday drive through until, you know, the wheels fall off, which is today. So, uh, yeah, moving on to our guest segment. (laughs) Uh, A lot of you will, will know the voice. A lot of you will know the name. Our guest today is soon to be graduate. Uh, and business management major, major, plus a local Hadley legend, Isaac Grinnell himself. Isaac, what is up? Not much. What's happening, Andy? Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day. A lot of snow dumped on us um, recently, so that's been fun. But um, here we are. And I'm going to dive into our questions. And Isaac, if you're unfamiliar... I like to start us off with two questions. The first one is rather random. Uh, this, this week, I tried to think a little bit uh, deeper. We'll see where this goes uh, with you, Mr. Grinnell. But uh, my question essentially is, in, in many ancient civilizations, uh, people were buried with items that they would need in the afterlife. So if we took that premise and applied it to you, what, were, what would be things that you would want to be buried with that you could use in the afterlife? That's a good one. Can I take like someone living with me down there too? Or do I got like limited to like non, non like living objects? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't know. I got definitely got to take a laptop or some kind of device. So I can like continue playing my fantasy sports. So I got to keep up with my fantasy, fantasy football. 
basketball, baseball, stuff like that. So that's definitely one of the things I got to take. Uh, I got definitely got to take some like pizza, some, something to eat, you know, something to snack on. And that may be about it, honestly. So I can't take anyone living. Maybe, maybe me, my dog or a cat, something to keep me company down there. That'd be cool. Down there. So, so who, um, yeah, down there. Like he's like, yeah. Uh, so who would you know what I'm about? With? Honestly, there's so many amazing options uh, that you could join a, a fantasy league with of people that have that have died. That would be actually kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. See. I mean, oh, can I just go on record as saying I hate this question with the fiery passion? Pun intended. <laughs> why, why do you hate the question? I don't like anything about this question. It was a tough question, but I feel honored I had to answer it honestly. I'm so glad you do, Isaac. I like the prospects of, of, of the fantasy football league, though. That's actually quite brilliant because you would think, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of famous people and a lot of, you know, people that maybe never got to play fantasy sports like Abraham Lincoln. I know we've yeah. talked about the podcast like half a dozen times. Who knows? Maybe he'd be really good at it. I don't know. He might be. You never know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for answering that tough question. Uh, my next question is far more serious, I suppose. And that is how did you end up choosing uh, Shenango as your college of choice? <laughs> uh, so... Penn State Shenango uh, offered a business degree. It was close to home. And, I mean, I, I wanted the Penn State name without paying the Penn State price, to be honest with you. And then it was a small campus. I come from a small high school. So it, it, it was a match made in heaven. <laughs> or, or maybe I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what a good start. We're there. We're there. <laughs> It's all about the last. You got, you got to keep the viewer entertained. That's right. I love it. I love it. So I actually have a question for you, Isaac, and it's not one of my normal questions, but I'm going to ask it nonetheless. If men are from Mars and women are from Venus, <laughs> what is the native language on your planet? Oh, gosh. We're going to talk some yee-yee. So, like, we ain't going to talk English or anything. We're going to talk yee-yee. So, like, I got myself a pickup truck <laughs> and I like to drive my tractor and herd my cows. We, we're going to talk, it's like a hybrid of English, you know? I like it. Maybe like a little bit of English Amish mix, which is like okay. Dang. Yeah, I can totally see and that. I don't, know, I don't know what the women are going to talk. They're, they're going to. Oh, no, they're not there. They're, they're going to speak French, the language of love. Maybe that's <laughs> nice. I don't know. Whatever the language of love is, that's what they're, that's what they're talking. Romance languages like French or Italian, yeah. or yeah, this is called Yee Yee. Am I, yeah. am I, Yee Yee? I have legit never heard of that before, so I just learned something new on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost speechless at this point. I don't I, even know where I'm to go. From here. <laughs> hey, that, that was my objective. <laughs> All right, let's pack it up. <laughs> gosh now i'm choking on water isaac a more important question what's one of the things you like about the business program at chenango uh so what's cool about the business program is there's like real life professionals that are teaching these classes like georgia macros she ran philadelphia candies for years so she can provide some you know real life experiences and insight 
And then other professors, uh, Lisa Burton, I had her for a few classes. She did stuff out in the world, the business aspect. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so basically like that. So you're not getting at like a professor that just teaches strictly from the textbook because then you're not actually learning anything about the real world or any real life experiences they've experienced. You're just learning what the author said, hey, safety stock is this or the whatever it may be is that. I like that. And Isaac, you have an exciting um, job lined up for you that you're uh-huh. that you're currently doing. Do you want to tell the viewers about that for all those wondering what does a business major do after graduation? Uh, so <laughs> tell the full story. I was hired at Warner's in Greenville doing supply chain, doing outbound planning in their supply chain department. And being a very personal person that likes to talk a lot and you know get a, get around and talk. I, I wasn't about sitting behind the desk. So the job I worked at growing up at a campground, they reached out to me even before I took this job and said, hey, we'd love to bring you on full time. We'll match your salary, be the facilities manager and do a little bit of marketing. And I said, hey, that sounds like the perfect mix to me. I'm coming home. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's exciting to have, you know, a job that you can actually do some of the skills that you just you know, learn for four years. That's mm-hmm. really exciting for graduates. So kudos, congratulations. Hey, thanks. I think too, like, and this is not, this is not a question obviously, but maybe like a little brag on Isaac, but the fact that this man here, you know, is, is going to graduate in under four years, was student athlete, had a job lined up for graduation. Um, you know, kind of a, and I, I can't remember your, what, what was your uh, role with the advisory board, Isaac? How, I had to make the, the newsletter, the electronic newsletter. Yeah. I for Yeah. Like you were like the, the fellow or whatever. I mean, so, I mean, this is a, a person that was Uber involved. Uh, he was a lion leader and uh, you know, had a job lined up for graduation. So if, if there is like a poster child of, of how you can make things <laughs> as Isaac has given me, no, not me. Uh, you know, and obviously, if you know Isaac, you know there are plenty of uh, hilarious stories to go along with his accomplishments. So there's always that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to brag on on old Isaac real quick. Hey, I appreciate that, Andy. And like, if everyone, oh, there's a lot of people that downgraded Shenango for whatever it might be. And this this is education. You get out what you put into it. Like, if you want to work your rear end off, you can get anywhere you want in life. And that, that's mm-hmm. the main take. Like, did I work my rear end off down here? I mean, I made good connections and I did work pretty hard. And I did a lot of extracurricular activities I didn't have to do. And I did a lot of stuff that I didn't have to do. <laughs> but I did it to, because I had a good time. And it's all about having a positive attitude and working hard. Amen. Mm-hmm. So I've got a question for um, Isaac. And, and Andy mentioned it a little bit, but he sold it a little bit short. Isaac is actually a, a pioneer, um, was on the, the first uh, Shenango men's basketball team since the early 90s, a uh, team that actually made the playoffs and made a little run there. Um, so, Isaac, for the, the listeners who have never seen you play, just uh, why don't you describe your game and, and some of the things you do best on the court? So, I, I'll be honest with you, I was basically LeBron James of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shoot. Uh, oh, in all realness, I was a very unathletic, uh, very unath- uh, unathletic guard. So they said, you know, you ain't playing guard for us. So you're going to go play big. 
So then I had, I went and worked with D Jack and I was like the role model, the, the, the model student of footwork. I always had to make sure I did the drills right. So then Larry, AB, Art, stuff like that. And then if I didn't, I, D Jack here would get on my case, like get your boys in line over there, Isaac. So mainly I was a, I was a glorified cheerleader. <laughs> I, I was really good at starting chants. I, I was an energy guy. I, I'd provide a, uh, one, one or two, like one or two plays every like five, six games. I do something special, but outside that, I wouldn't do much. I was there for that positive attitude, you know, that GPA boost. <laughs> so all jokes, all jokes aside, man, Isaac is, uh, is you know, selling a little bit short. But I will say this: what he, what he lacks in the athleticism department, uh, he makes up for with field of the game, and he always kind of figures out a way to, to make it work. Uh, you know, it might not always look pretty, but it's effective. And I think that kind of that kind of sums up his Penn Station angle career. I mean, he's he's everywhere. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he always just figures out a way to, to make it work. And, he, and he's, uh you know, done it again, you know, somehow, some way, found a job before before graduation that he likes. So shout out to, to Isaac. Hey, those Kennedy people trained me hard when I uh, was playing against them. I had to figure out anything I could do to try to try to beat them, you know. Oh, that, that's one I'm obstacle. I'm talking to you, T. Kennedy uh, alumni right now. That, that, that's one obstacle you could never get over. So um, <laughs> it's tough. I, I'm not gonna lie. Not not everybody can be you know fly high like a golden eagle. Exactly. Know? So it's all good. So, just stay just stay low to the earth like a panther. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this took a turn, but I like it. Uh, Isaac, what's up? Like I said, you've had a heck of an experience here at Penn State Shenango. Like, give me, give me two of your favorite memories. Two of my favorite memories. Yeah. What's the audience? What's the age limit of this audience? <laughs> uh, it's like 18. I think our demo right now, it, I think 47% of our listeners are 18 to 23. And then like, we have like random. And then our second highest demo is like 60 plus or something like that. So that's it's my a, mom that's listening. That's, <laughs> I'll, I'll, keep I'll keep it. Uh, children appropriate uh two of my greatest memories i've had i've had so many memories on this campus i'm 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 gonna miss the campus life i'm gonna miss the people i'm not gonna say i'm gonna miss the education because i'm not my greatest (laughs) memories though i mean the whole one of my favorite memories was the whole first year basketball program it was it, it was an experience to say the least i i loved every second of it i mean from running suicides or actually doing Indian runs out on the uh, open field back by the uh, garden and everyone puking and we Jack just laughing at us from, I mean, our last game at Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, whatever it was. That was good times, but uh, my greatest memory. I've done some crazy stuff down on campus. Uh, I don't know, Andy. I don't know if I can give you a straight answer. That's okay. Something related to basketball, I'm sure. Maybe Lion Leaders. That was cool, too. Or maybe I went, I went to the Summer Leadership Conference a year ago or two years ago it was. That was that was fun time, too. Road tripping out there with uh, Jamie Clark and Megan. Crazy Meg. Uh, <laughs> that, that, those are good times. Uh, I don't think I can think of one specific moment. Been, there's been a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think – I, I remember you you and DJ telling stories about basketball practice or basketball games are always entertaining. Uh, I had fun with you with line leader training. I had fun with you at the Pirates game. 
Um, there's you're oh, definitely yeah. right. There's a lot of there's a lot of memories over the last you know three plus years that come to mind. Uh, so I, I appreciate you trying though. So, so so many times I forgot about the Pirates game. That was a good time too. Yeah. I mean, heck, I think it was Kay Lynn. She poured nacho cheese all over my brand new shoes at the Pirates game. Yep. I remember that. And I was like, <laughs> you know, the whole week leading up to that, she was like, Isaac, you wear these crappy shoes. You need new shoes. I was like, okay. I broke down and got some new shoes. And then she pours nacho cheese on them. Yep. <laughs> like, come on. I remember like, that vividly. D Jack, yeah, any other great memories of Isaac? I don't know. All of our memories are related to Arthur, great Arthur, <laughs> someone doing something stupid at practice. Yeah, I got I got a few memories of Isaac that uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about off the podcast, man. So, yeah, I, I, I can think my lasting memory of Isaac is, um, you know, it was one of the games we weren't playing real well, and uh, you know that's that's Isaac's time to shine. So he gets in the game, garbage time. And, and it, it was it was maybe like maybe like five minutes left in the game, six minutes. We were down twenty, and like Isaac just goes off on this tear. And like he just starts scoring. He 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 somehow scored ten points in like five minutes. But like Isaac goes hard, and I don't think he was in the best condition. So he was out there playing, and probably like three minutes in, he's scoring. He's doing well, and we're leaving him out there. And I'm like, we got to get Isaac out of there. He's gonna pass out. Like legit, <laughs> after like three minutes, like he was legit, like laboring up and down in court. Like I thought he was gonna pass out on there. Like we we legit, like usually you leave everybody in. We had to sub him out with like. Like 30 seconds left, he stumbles over to the bench, like can't even talk, grabs the water. I was like, yeah, it is what it is. But, hey, that was his, his best game, 10 points. That's awesome. So, I remember at Clear's Day, I, was like, I think they were at the, we were at the free throw line. And I'm sitting there just breathing. I'm like, man, I'm getting lightheaded. I am going <laughs> to fall over. And this is going to be embarrassing because we're down like – I think we are down like 12 points at the time. Because we, we did cut it down because he was right. I went on a tirade of somehow scoring points. And I was like – I waved over. I was like, D-Jack, I need one now. <laughs> and I remember like, I came off and Andre Smith, he gave me the meanest like, look like, son, why are you coming out with 30 seconds left in the game? And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was dying. My lungs were on fire. I love it. Was that a home game? It was at New Ken. Oh, it was at New Ken, okay. I mean, there's been a few times like at I can only last about two minutes out on the court and my lungs start going. And that's about all I got about two, probably about three minutes. I don't know. My greatest memory, though, from basketball would be me starting, though, courtesy of uh, Larry, A.B., and Gannon not showing up to practice one morning. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting the start tonight. <laughs> I remember that. Watch this. Hold my beer. Yeah, that was awesome. I know. I'm so sad that like there's no basketball right now because like the last two years of basketball have been so much fun. Like they've been a lot of work, but a lot of fun. I miss that. You ain't kidding. Yeah. I'm gonna come back and be DJ's assistant. No, that's not yeah. <laughs> I'll teach them how to be like, listen here. This is how you gotta play the game. Whatever Isaac does, do the opposite. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I think I the, one of my memories, I think it was last year. I think we were unloading the truck and I think Donovan started to help and Isaac jumped up on the truck and was like, no, I got this. Like, you're, you're too important. I'm not. I'm like, what? <laughs> and Isaac just starts unloading the entire truck. I'm like, oh, oh I, I, I 100% said that. I was like, Donovan, 
You're important to this team. I'm yeah. expendable. Let me yeah. let me bust let me labor away so you are perfect for this game tonight. I just that was like one of my experiences with you, Isaac. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is a trip. So yeah. I made I, I made sure of that. Yeah, I remember one time we were traveling out. I don't even know where we were at, but Arthur Jackson forgot his jersey. Remember that, D-Jack? Uh, I, I'll never forget it. And I told him, <laughs> I was like, here, you can have my jersey. I'm not going in. I promise you that. And I remember Coach snapped on me like, don't you want to play? I was like, hey, I'm not going to help this team win. He might. <laughs> we all know why I'm here. Good locker room guy. More I'm support. Morale. Hi, morale. That's why. Oh. Everybody needs that. Yes. Shall we move on? Do you want to move on to Melissa's miscellaneous music? I do, because I'm honestly really excited about these questions, because I have a whole, a whole bunch of sports people here. So I'm just really interested to see how these pan out. How are we going to manage without the usually uh, verbose Travis? I'm not sure how. I think how that we could answer for him, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. So shall we, shall we go? Let's do it! <laughs> It's triple M time. Okay, first question for the group. I'm going to kind of keep it holiday-ish since, you know, we're in December and this is the month of many, many holidays. So would you rather be the stable manager for the reindeer at the North Pole or be the HR manager for the elves making the toys at the North Pole? So stable manager, you can imagine what that entails with the reindeer, but then HR manager for the elves. So Isaac, since you're a businessman, I'm going to start with you. What's oh, your I'm answer? Definitely, I'm definitely being the stable manager. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> I can deal with animals all day of the week. I don't want to deal with those little elves. They're probably like demanding better labor out. They're like, we want overtime. We're working 60 hours a week to make these presents. I'm like, no, no. Y'all had like four months off in January, February, March, and April. I'm working with the reindeer. I'm giving them their hay giving them their feed, cleaning their stalls. Those elves can pound soul. <laughs> Final answer. Uh, David Jackson, I'm going with you next. Um, I mean, this is an easy one. I'm going to have to go with the HR manager for the elves. Um, for one, I'm not doing anything with animals. <laughs> Two, I'm not doing anything outside in the cold. Three, I mean, you really got, what, a couple weeks of work? They only work for a couple of weeks, and then the rest of the time you have First off. First of all, where does it say that elves are only working for a couple of weeks? When do, do you ever see? When do you ever? They're making toys all year long. How can, how can, how can no? I'm I'm loopholing this. How can the elves make the toys before the the kids make their put in their orders? Because that's what the marketing department and all of the corporations do. They tell the kids what they're going to have. Nope. That's what nope. marketing does. Don't Pretty believe it. They make them as they get Santa's orders. Pretty so they only have like a couple of weeks of work. And then after that, it's all vacation. Wow. I, just, I feel Loophole. like I feel like that is not correct. Loophole. You asked you asked for you asked the question. I gave you the I'm answer. I'm going to let Loophole. you go with it because in the spirit of the holidays, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. <laughs> Bruce, what about you? I will be working in the stables. <laughs> I'd rather deal with animal crap than people crap. True. Or elves, I guess. 
<laughs> elves are people too. Yes. <laughs> Andy, what about you? I'm going to go with the stable as well. I like okay. it better than people. And this may be a generalization. Maybe, um, you know, I shouldn't say this, but elves just seem like the harassing type. I feel like they'd be dealing with HR nightmares all the time. Stable. I, just, I mean, pretty sure it, they'd, be pre- they'd be pretty intimidated. You DJ. They'd probably only come up to your knees. So you, you, you could just bully them, honestly. You have to. Yeah. You, if they, they demanded like you know higher wages or better hours, you'd be like, "I'll just step on you." Well, I guess they can't complain to anybody if I'm the HR manager because it would just come directly to me. So you're right. So I'm gonna actually say HR manager as well because I think they're gonna have a lot of complaints about David Jackson. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work in HR as well just to make sure that their complaints are heard. That'll go well. So Travis, <laughs> how do you want to answer that question? Uh, what? Travis out. <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, reindeer. Elves? Yeah, reindeer. Reindeer. Do they need, a, do they need a uh, North Pole police? <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, to be fair, there's probably a lot of reindeer. There's probably not just the eight that you know of, because I'm sure there's backup reindeer, so... Very true. Yeah, just look at the Santa Claus movie. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Okay. So 2HR and the rest are all in the stables. Next question. If you could become the number one expert in any field, what would it be? I'm giving you time to think. I see a lot of pondering quizzical faces. That's a really good question. <clears throat> I thought so too when I read it because I honestly couldn't answer it right away. So I was like, hmm, an expert in any field. I'm going to start with, David looks pretty confident. I'm going to start with David. Uh, I'm going to go with stock market slash investing. If I was the number, I feel like that would, you know, allow me to maximize the most of, of my finances and get rich. Wow. Plus, um, you know, um, what was the movie? Limitless. Limitless. I feel like I would be like him without the negative side effects. That's what I would be when I think of like uh, stock market slash investing. Uh, number one in the field of, of excellence. I always find it fascinating that my mind never goes for the money making stuff. <laughs> That's not where my brain went at all for this. This makes me very fascinated every time we do these questions. I'm going to go with Isaac next. So an expert in any field, I don't know, like, can I be like Tom Brady or the, the expert at the NFL? You can be an expert. That's what I mean. You can be an expert in anything. So, like, I could be the GOAT. I would be, instead of, instead of referring to Tom Brady as a GOAT, they refer to Isaac Grinnell as the GOAT. Okay. Let's see. I like it. I like it. Okay. Andy, what about you? Okay, funny enough, to be fair... Uh, my mind went to three places. One of them was like uh, talent management, like being a general manager for an NFL team. And I thought about being like a hedge fund guy. But my first choice is, and um, you know, I, probably everybody knows why, but I think I would choose like oncology. I think I would choose to be, um, you know, kind of the expert on, on cancer research and stuff like that. And just, you know, bust my butt off trying to find cures and, and whatnot. So that's, that would be my final answer. I like that. The other two are appealing for different reasons. They are very appealing. 
but yours thinks about others. <laughs> Bruce, what about you? Uh, see, I, I can't really come up with one specific one. So I think I'm going to be an expert in miscellaneous topics. <laughs> the old David Jackson loophole. So it's kind of like a, a jack of all trades type thing, just a little bit of each of each of things. So So you would yeah. excel at Jeopardy, basically. Yes. Okay. If you, need, if you need something randomly answered, you can stop on by and uh, I actually like that because I feel very random in life in general. I feel like I'm <laughs> an expert at nothing, but I know a lot of different things, mm -hmm. but I'm not an expert in anything. So I actually feel that in my own personal life. When I thought about this, I wanted to go with the medical field, but I don't, I don't like anything about the health field. And I don't say that as a slate to any of our health majors. I just, that's not a field for me because I don't like working with, with, with any of the bodily fluids or anything like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you'd have to study that in order to cure cancer. You'd have to study all of that. So like, Very true. I would have really loved to be the expert at like, disease disease control and things like that but i i wouldn't even know where to begin so i can't i can't pick any health related fields what are you going with though like what's your what's your I honestly don't know like if i had to be an expert it'd be something like an expert in labradoodles or something like that like <laughs> something just like <laughs> <laughs> labradoodles it would have to be something like whimsical or something because that's honestly where my brain went to. Actually, an expert in unicorns. So yes, something <laughs> like that. Like I would love to be an expert in unicorns. Like that just sounds like my rhythm. Oh Good my. Stuff. Okay. The last, very last question. If you had one superpower, but it was the power to do something mundane or boring only, what would it be? I know exactly what mine would be. Can you repeat the question, Melissa? Yes. If you had one superpower, but it was the power to do something mundane or boring only, what would it be? Why don't you start us off with that one then? Okay. So when I, when I read this question, I'm like, I knew exactly what mine would be. Like it, I have, I have calculated the hours that I have spent from like showering, blow drying hair, styling, makeup. I mean, like literally years of my life have gone into doing that. And if I could just wake up and snap my fingers and just be like shower dressed, ready to go, that would be my mundane, boring task. That would be my superpower. It would benefit only me, but I would save literal, I would save years of my life by doing that. So that's my boring, mundane superpower. Mm-hmm. Andy, do you have one? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> My mind instantly went to something that I always say I'm going to do on Sunday nights and I never do because it's annoying and it's time consuming. That would be meal prep for the week. Oh. Uh, that would save me so much time and frustration because literally every Sunday I'm like, like Sunday morning or, or Friday or Saturday, I come up with my grocery list and I'm like, all right, so Sunday night, I want to have plans for my dinner and my lunch. And if it's my lunch, I want it to be, you know, kind of put away in Tupperware, blah, blah, blah. Maybe 10 to 12 weeks out of the year that actually happens. So if I could have that superpower, oh my gosh, 
life would be oh, so wonderful. It takes a long time to meal prep. Yeah. It takes and it's, it, like you said, it's mundane. It's like very like, it's just time consuming and tedious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it but, saves you a lot of time and money and it's super yeah. easy for you too to like have yeah, your meal exactly. prepped. Mm-hmm. And rice and broccoli. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to get Chipotle for lunch. So, yeah, that's my superpower. Exactly. I love it. Isaac, do you have one? Yeah. So this isn't, this isn't really, really important to me, but if I could go back to like kindergarten. So <laughs> my power would be to touch a book and instantly like it reads it in my mind and I'm done with mm. it. I know, so I don't have to read any more books. Don't have to read emails. Anything like has a lot of words on it. I just touch it or I like look at it and it instantly reads it to my mind. That's a really good one. That is. I like that. Just think about how much time you spend reading emails and responding and that's a, and even textbooks. That's a really good one. So like you get long text me- messages. You yeah. Say- <laughs> Not only just reading them, but deciphering what they're trying to say or convey in that text message or email. That's that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. Bruce Rayner, do you have one? Uh, I think it would be my superpower would be time management. <laughs> I find myself uh, a lot of times getting distracted. I'll start looking at one thing and then into another thing and then like hours later i'm like what was i even looking at it originally so yeah. if i could magically turn on something to make it so that i would stay on task that would be amazing i like that that works and then last but certainly never least i'm gonna go with insta i'm gonna I'm go not with even insta. Done, like I, i'm not even done saying your name when you're already talking <laughs> he, he jumped hey, the gun no, he's, whoa, ready whoa, 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 he's ready for that steelers whoa. game wow whoa David Jackson, you're up. I don't want to go now. No. Uh, <laughs> you, I really want to know what mundane or boring superpower no, you're going to go. No, don't tell me when to go. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with InstaFold. Like, after you do your laundry, oh, like, yeah. just, just like, I don't know, just InstaFold, it's ready to go. And pairing oh. socks in there because oh, um, good- I have a lot of athletic socks where there's a right and a left. So, like, trying to go through and figure out which one is which, be able to do that instantly. I dig it. That's a really good one. Do you iron a lot? Are you an ironer? Uh, I, I mean, I do have to iron, like, work clothes. So Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess I – like, I iron every night during the weekday. And yeah. Then, you know, casual Friday. But, you know, pandemic and working at home has, has cut that down. But honestly, to just be able to, like, take stuff out of the dryer and be all ironed and folded properly, that would be a great superpower. Yeah, just, just boom. Right, right, right ready to go. That would, I mean, those – these are all time savers. Notice we're talking about time savers. Yeah. yeah. See? I don't even don't even own an iron. <laughs> wow. I have a steamer. Do you like that better than an iron? I've heard a lot of people say that. I do not have a steamer. Yeah. I, I suck at ironing. So uh, I, like Ironing, ironing, ironing for me is very therapeutic. Like I like I find therapy in that motion, but like steamers, people have really talked about steamers. I think it's quicker and it's easier for someone like me who can't iron, you know, worth a lick. So But it gets the wrinkles out. Oh yeah. I mean, if you gotta go right up against the fabric, then then that's fine. 
I, you know, and even like the wrinkle release spray, like mm-hmm. I have that, used that in college because, you know, I didn't know how to iron or, or steam. So I have wrinkle release spray. So like, you know, to get like really bad wrinkles out, I just use both. Interesting. We're going to have to look into that. So from mundane superpowers to mundane conversation, here we are. <laughs> listen to this and be like i'm gonna invest in a steamer so just you wait that's all my questions uh what a great triple m we have i feel like you thought it was really boring no it was good i enjoyed that some of those questions were like really like deep thinkers to be honest with you Mm. i'm so happy that they made you think i would have loved to have heard travis's like nine to ten word answers for all three uh, it's definitely his like pro- his best like profession he wouldn't be like paul blart that'd be his goal paul blart yes <laughs> yes he's not like, even here i love he'd it be an expert at being a mall cop is that what you're saying <laughs> yep yeah i agree shenango valley shenango valley hall yeah uh, travis is gonna have a field day listening to this bad boy he's, he's gonna come out after me he's gonna he's gonna send me Every time I ask, every time I ask Travis to go first, he's like, uh, I don't know, uh, come uh, to me. And I'm like, back to oh goodness. We love Travis. We do. Isaac, do you have any final words for us? Well, Penn State Shenango, it's been real. Got like 16 days left or whatever it might be to uh, any underclassmen listening to this. Keep grinding. It goes fast. Too fast sometimes. I don't know. But uh, that's about all I got. Thank you for uh, having me on. I'm glad, glad I could help you out and I could have a good time. Yeah, thanks for joining. It was a blast. Um, it was Isaac. Fun, so, um, and, and those are real words to live by, so good call. Uh, yeah, and that brings us to the end. So, um, you know, again, thank you, Isaac, for joining us. And um, hopefully these last few episodes have been enjoyable, funny, um, feel good episodes. We're definitely trying and striving for that. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay kind and join us next week for another round of BTP. You can do it.